Hello and welcome to Three Kitchens, a home cooking podcast. I'm Erin Walker here with my two co-hosts, Sarah Somasundaram. Hi. Hello. And Heather Dyer. Hi. <laughs> How's everyone doing this morning? Good, thanks. Pretty spring good. Break. Yeah, yes. spring break week. It's kind of nice. We're at the hump day of spring week now. It's yes. Wednesday. We're halfway it's through. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I love it because I sleep in, but my two co-hosts do not know how to. <laughs> I, I would don't like have the to. opportunity to. I, it just <laughs> sounds like a marvelous idea. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to happen all no, that right. much. Yeah. You guys, I was going to give you a little tip. I don't know. I've maybe talked about this before, but I have one kid who won't eat pancakes, which is just, I mean, who doesn't eat pancakes? That's kind of a weird one. He doesn't like pancakes or mm. waffles. So I figured huh. out, I think it's a texture thing because if I take that same pancake batter and okay. pour it into mini muffin tins, bake it in the oven for like eight or 10 minutes or whatever it takes for these, it doesn't take long, pop them out, dip them in melted butter and then sugar, cinnamon sugar. Oh yes. And then he, and we call them Timbits and he thinks they are homemade donut holes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll eat them. You are the master. That is incredible. Heather. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's good. just as quick as making pancakes because I make them sometimes for them on weekdays. Cause it's yeah. like, eight minutes or 10 minutes in the oven. And then I pop them out and dip them and off he goes. And he's, and I just want to say, it's the same. Don't, thing. don't do it. I won't, <laughs> but it's so like, it's so stupid. And he won't <laughs> eat a pancake, but he'll eat the exact same thing. Don't you feel like a genius when you can pull one over on them? It feels <laughs> totally. so good when you're like, yeah, for the longest time I had my <laughs> oldest son. He wouldn't eat hummus made with chickpeas. Uh, that's but, so funny. Oh, right. I was just, I was yeah. just going to bring up that story about Aaron's kids. <laughs> but he would eat hummus made from garbanzo beans. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best. That's even better. That was so much fun. I was like, oh man, I love <laughs> with you. <laughs> if you have little kids and you're not lying to them, you're not doing it right. <laughs> Especially the, the picky eaters to get them to eat. I mean, this is yeah. like, I mean, at the end of the day, who cares that he won't eat pancakes? That's not, yeah. that's not being too picky, but it's just silly. And it makes it difficult if that's what we're going to have for breakfast. That's and then, right. Well, what yeah. are you going to eat? You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. So in the time it takes to like make up all the rest of the pancakes, I can have a pan of those down in the oven. Yeah. So pancake batter, butter, and then cinnamon, cinnamon sugar. sugar. What's the ratio that you, you do the cinnamon like half and half or. Mm, I never paid attention. I just kind of put a little in the bowl. Like, Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to try. This sounds so good. Yeah. I want to make yeah. these too. Mm -hmm. I might make them and put them in the kids lunch. Cause they would eat that at yeah. any temperature. And I mean, it's not like a rock star lunch item, but it would be, the kids would love that. I know it. Yeah. I've tried other like I put like mini chocolate chips in them one time and he ate them. He didn't like them. He said, I just like the cinnamon. Like a churro almost. Ooh, yeah. It's like those little cinnamon. He thinks they're like those little cinnamon coated Timbits at the mm. Tim Hortons. No, that <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Anyway, there you go. A little, little tip for you. This morning, my husband made pancakes. He did not make special Timbits. <gasps> and so they were not eaten by your son. 
No, he just ate uh, bacon and fruit. Mm. So. <laughs> That's okay. That is such a good idea. And fast. I like that too. Yeah. Anything quick and easy. Huh. So that's kind of my theme this week. Oh, is good something segue. quick and easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly just piggybacking off of things that we've already done. Uh, one of the ingredients, I'm going to be using preserved lemons that <laughs> Heather nice. talked about earlier. I mean, I, I can't stop using them. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I have used them in every recipe that I already make that already has lemons and salt in it. And so <laughs> I'm going to be really creative and expand myself to a recipe I've never made before. And I'm going to use those lemons in it. So I'm going to make one skillet Greek lemon chicken and potatoes. Yum. We were mm. talking about Greek lemon mm-hmm. potato salad or something or potatoes. No, just potatoes. Just, just potatoes. roasted. Yeah. Because my phone is listening so well to me. Yeah. It came <laughs> up with a suggestion on Instagram from the kitchen. Uh, website that I follow. So it's the K-I-T-C-H-N. So I think both of you guys follow them too. Yes. Yeah. It uses my preserved lemon that I'm obsessed with and I've never made it before and it cooks it all in a cast iron pan. And because I'm learning all of that right now, I think it will be a good addition to our recipe list. Mm, Sounds yummy. I love Greek potatoes. And this is what you told me, and I had never had them before. So I'm super looking forward to this. Are you going to be cooking this on your stove or on the barbecue? You know what? It goes into the oven. I'm probably just going to cook it in. It's a stovetop and then an oven thing. So you brown everything on the stove, put it all together, and then you roast it in the oven for a little bit longer until everything's cooked through, and then you're done. So does it normally use a fresh lemon? But you're just subbing? Yeah. So Hmm. this one has one medium lemon in it. You slice half of the lemon and just put it into the pan Mm. while everything's cooking. So instead of doing that, I'm just going to dice up the lemon we've already got preserved. And I'll omit the salt because there's definitely enough salt in the lemons to compensate for that. And yeah. Sounds good. It sounds sounds like a quick and easy way to cook up the legs and thighs that I get from chopping up chickens. It should be hopefully a winner with everyone because the kids always love any sort of bone-in skin-on chicken dish. Yeah. They hate the skin, but they take Mm. it off right away, but then they eat everything. And I, you know, I'm kind of, I often barbecue my bone-in chicken and I feel like I'm kind of bored with some of the recipes I have I don't know they've just I've done them a lot lately I don't often do something else so this will be a good something different to add into yeah. our our meal list and one skillet and it's all in one well mm-hmm. plus or minus so I'll go through the recipe you want to boil your potatoes in a pot of salted water separately from the pan that you're going to cook everything in and then you heat up your cast iron pan and you pan fry all of your chicken skin side down until it's well browned and crisp. So then after you fried your chicken, you drain your potatoes, you add them to your skillet, and then you put your chicken back on top of it with your seasoning and your lemons, and you pop it into the oven and let it roast until it cooks through. Yeah, that Mm. sounds simple and delicious. And Mm -hmm. It sounds simple. It looks really yummy on their picture. Yeah, I think it's going to be a win. And then I'm also going to, I picked up some kale at the store. I've got this recipe from cookieandkate.com. 
and it is strawberry kale salad with nutty granola croutons. Oh, oh, what are those? Yeah, so instead of making a typical crouton, you make a granola type crouton. So you put together oats, nuts, and seeds, and some seasoning, and egg white, olive oil, and honey. And you make it like you make a granola in the oven, and then you break it up and add it into your salad as a crouton. Oh, oh interesting. I think it sounds really good. We've got some yummy strawberries right now. We've got this kale I've got. And the kids always like those fruity salads. They're more likely to Mm -hmm. eat a salad that has fruits. Mm -hmm. And I think they will like these croutons better than a bread crouton because they can be kind of fussy about that. And I'm going to use the knowledge that I have acquired from Heather's granola making. Press it down. Press it down once it comes out of the oven. And hopefully I can make some granola croutons rather than just flakes of granola. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That does sound good. It all sounds tasty. I don't think it's anything that's too big of a bite off. So I'm going for the easy. I'm making chicken and salad, guys. I'm really up in this. So (laughs) you can go easy after your mayonnaise debacle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a good one night meal. Yeah. I have a question about the granola. I have a hard time thinking of it as a crouton. I mean, isn't a crouton bread? Why would they call it a crouton? They just call it like granola for your salad or salad topper or something. That's not my question. Uh, So my question about the crouton in quotation marks, what did you say goes in the granola? Like, is it a savory granola? Is that what makes it a crouton or is it a sweet? like a typical sweet granola that because both sound good I just Mm -hmm. wondered what I would say it's a savory and sweet it's got oats it's got nuts it's got seeds then you also put fennel seeds in it it says cayenne pepper oh and then you put an egg white olive oil and and a tablespoon of honey Mm. I'm thinking that that's going to be quite savory like spicy as opposed to sweet yeah you know I'll probably turn the cayenne pepper into something else. I might do like paprika with a little bit of chili flakes just so that my kids aren't like, oh, this is spicy. Mm. It sounds interesting. How much chili goes into it? It's just a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Oh, so it shouldn't really spice it up too much. It might not. I'll have to, you know, they've got a whole bunch of different nut suggestions in here and a whole bunch of different seed suggestions oh okay so you can kind of make it out of what you've got in your cupboard so I probably won't make it to what's here I have to check and see but I think I have walnuts and pecans I've got sunflower seeds I know I don't have sesame seeds so I might put like pumpkin seeds in there uh you know that I have two kinds of sesame seeds in my pantry so if you need to shop in my pantry you just let me know what you need (laughs) oh thank you uh I'll be okay I think I might instead of the sesame seeds I'll probably use hemp seeds you could throw in some mustard powder since you got it (laughs) (laughs) good point Yeah. Got there all that go. mustard. So this dish is sounding similar flavor-wise to the chicken stew that I did with mm. the lemon. So I think it's going to be I think it's going to be really yummy. I'm yeah. really excited to have this lemony flavor in the potatoes because the way that you talked about your vegetables in your stew, mm. I I need to experience. <laughs> I've been thinking about it and I totally want to make it again. Yeah, because it was so good. 
And, yeah. and the sad thing is, is this will use up the preserved lemons that I have in my fridge. <gasps> Luckily, I have another jar on the go. Yeah. But um, this will use them up. I think I was telling Aaron, I don't know if you were in this conversation, Sarah, when I was talking about the lime that mm-hmm. I put into my lemon, oh, my preserved yeah. lemon jar. How did that work out? It's so, it's an odd thing. Because, well, okay, first of all, I had... I think one small lemon left in the jar. So I had a lime in the fridge. I just quartered it and kind of shoved it in there and topped up with lemon juice because that's what I had. So it's not truly preserved limes, which would be just lime, salt, and lime juice. Right. Right. But it's almost hard to tell which is the lime and which is the lemon because it's lost its green color. Oh. And it's just a little, you can tell, but it's, but it's harder to tell. And I tasted it the other day and it is super sour. It is like, it's not like, the lemon it's not mellowed like the lemon it's right. still kept it sour so i was saying it is not older and wiser <laughs> like the lemon it yeah. must be the man because it yeah. has retained <laughs> its, it has retained its sour its youthful immaturity is still there yes yes <laughs> <laughs> So now it's just salty and sour. <laughs> it well, like yeah, I mean, it's still tasty, <laughs> yeah. but it, yeah, it's way more sour. Oh, than interesting. Lemon. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I would like to try that with just limes. Did you do it mm-hmm. with just limes, Sarah? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. um, and the reason I didn't was because I forgot to buy the lime juice. I used the lime in my cooking, but I did make two massive jars of the preserved lemons, which yeah. I am also using for dinner today. Oh, wow. Last night I made chicken souvlaki with them. Mm. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Yum. Oh that sounds so my, good. so freaking good. Yeah. So good. All I did, yeah. I used half of a preserved lemon. I didn't add any of the salt. And so I just, I diced it up pretty small, but not super small. Like I could have smashed it and mashed it in my mortar and I didn't, I just diced it up. And then it was the olive oil, the lemon and oregano and garlic. Nice. four ingredients marinated with the chicken for two hours and then popped on the barbecue. Nice. <sighs> Yummy. That and did you so have a, like a yogurt sauce to go with that or something like a tzatziki? So then I had like the naan breads, the tzatziki sauce, oh, the chicken, so the good. feta, the mm. cucumber and the mm. tomatoes. My husband was late coming home from work and the kids and I finished ours right away. And I saw the remaining stuff and I was like, oh God, I want to eat that all and just leave him out of dinner and be like, sorry, <laughs> stop at A&W. But... <laughs> We ate your dinner. I mean, me and me and the kids, we all looked at each other kind of, we were all thinking the same thing. And <laughs> <laughs> but we we saved it and instead I baked some bread for them and we had some dessert instead. But oh, I could have I could have made way more. It was so good. Mm, yeah, this the, these preserved lemons certainly have changed a lot of <laughs> recipes for me as yeah. well. So yeah, and you know, good. that's a good camping meal is the souvlaki because mm-hmm. I made it one time last year where I pre-skewered everything and then I popped yeah. it in a Ziploc bag, froze it, and then it came along camping with us. You made that for us when we camped together a couple of oh, years ago. Mm-hmm. did I? Ah, well, this time I'm going to make it with the preserved lemons, ladies. Remember? <laughs> like right over the fire and then yeah. we put it in the nan. That's yeah, right. Totally. That's and right. because of that, now I always make that when we go camping because it's so yeah. easy. I just put uh, salted lemons in a ranch dressing I made the other night. Oh, then we dipped our chicken fingers in it the next day at lunch. And we had French fries that we were dipping in that ranch. Like everything's, it's so good. The lemons make a 
just such a weird difference. I made lemon cupcakes. And then with the icing, I used the salted lemon juice. Oh, wow. In the icing of the cupcake. It was also spectacular. My husband's sick and tired of hearing about these lemons because every time (laughs) I cook with them, I'm like, isn't this amazing? He's like, yeah, it's really good. I'm like, yeah, but it's amazing good. <laughs> we might have to rename the podcast. Three sour old lemons. No, I'm just <laughs> Three salty lemons. We are older, wiser lemons, ladies. Older, That's wiser. right. Well, I am looking forward to hearing how your chicken potatoes turns out. It sounds delicious. And these crouton. Yeah, the croutons are very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a fun salad to put on the side. The kale looked really good at the grocery store, so I picked it up without an, uh, without any sort of vision. Do you marinate your kale before you eat it raw like that? I'm a kale massager. Yeah, like not really marinate, but I mean like work it with oils yeah. so that it's soft. You have to massage your kale with salt and oil so that it breaks down the bitterness and makes it um, more tender. Yeah. Kale massage. I wasn't sure if maybe there was a method where you just let it marinate in like a salty water. You can. I have done that. Okay. I have done that with, um, but in a dressing, like a Greek dressing and let it sit overnight and it's much softer. Oh, okay. This has a lemon juice, Dijon, honey, olive oil dressing Mm. that goes with it. Maybe I'll make that ahead of time and just let them sit in it. This recipe does recommend massaging your kale with the salt before you start adding your dressing in your granola and your strawberries. Yeah. So maybe do it in the morning and then let it sit. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that and see how that turns out. Oh, and it's got lemons in it too. (laughs) (laughs) The amazing lemons. The amazing lemons. (laughs) I'm not really doing something that exciting, but I'm going to try a new one pot-ish kind of meal. Hopefully a good weeknight meal. That's something easy we can whip up and I get another excuse to use my lemons. So I'll let you know how amazing it is when I'm done. All right. (laughs) Good luck. Do you have a favorite pan that you like to cook in? Mine is currently stainless steel but it might change as I learn this cast iron business. Come over to our Facebook page or Instagram at Three Kitchens Podcast and share with us what your favorite is and why. Welcome back. So Erin, how did your one pot chicken turn out? Was it as easy as you hoped? Uh, It was easy. I would say it didn't turn out the greatest. It was okay. It was supposed to be a quick and easy dinner. So the recipe is written to be fast and quick. Um, I like spending more time cooking so that the flavors really get into the meat and get into the potatoes where this was kind of a quick fry pan done. And so it it wasn't as flavorful. That's the issue when you do the quick, you know, these under ready in 30 minutes or whatever. It's great when you're pressed for time, but it's not as tasty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'd rather spend more time and make it tasty. 
Mm-hmm. Like you said, fast cooking on the chicken and potatoes was kind of disappointing. It didn't have as much lemony flavor as I wanted it to. So I would try a different recipe for this next time. Maybe marinate my chicken or something like that. I was going to ask, maybe if you marinated the chicken, do you think it would have intensified the flavors? Yeah, definitely. I really liked how the potatoes were cooked in this in the mm. uh, cast iron skillet, though. Mm. So the potatoes were boiled until fork tender, I think they called them. And then you toss them into the skillet with uh, sliced up garlic and oregano and just cooked them and browned them in there before you added the chicken back in. Mm. And the way that those turned out was super duper good. I really loved Mm. that. And I went out and bought a slightly bigger cast iron pan. And so I now have two cast iron pans. Nice. And I'm having lots of fun cooking in them. (laughs) (laughs) Did this go, did it go in the oven? Like, did you, did you brown the chicken and put it on the potatoes and then put it in the oven? Yeah. So brown the chicken, then take it out of the pan. At the same time, you boil your potatoes. And then after your potatoes are cooked, you pop them into the pan with the garlic and the seasoning. You fry them up and then you, so then you put the chicken back in on top of the potatoes and you put it in your oven. It says for eight to 10 minutes to cook Mm. the chicken through. So it cooked the chicken really fast. I would have liked to have some more moisture in the pan so that it was more like a braise. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I almost would have fried up those potatoes and then taken them out. Yeah. And then deglazed my pan, popped in my chicken, you know, cooked it for a little bit longer in the oven and then added my potatoes at the end to just like heat them through again or something like that. I don't know. Maybe keep the potatoes out so they're crispy, which is, you know, the good thing about them and just have them on the side and have the Mm -hmm. chicken um, braised. Yeah, you know, I think I would have done that process different, but I wanted to stick to this recipe and what it suggested. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it used up the last of my preserved lemons. I now have to wait until Friday until my next batch is ready. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no horror. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I liked all the flavors. You know, it was quick to make. It came together really fast. Yeah. Within an hour, dinner was on the table and ready. Mm -hmm. So it was an easy recipe to follow. So would you do it again with the modifications that you spoke of? Or would you just try to look for something else? I kind of trust myself just using the flavors and doing my own braise on it. But I I mean, I might look up and see if there's a different recipe that somebody suggests something different. I guess it's also teaching me not to go for the done in 30 minutes kind of (laughs) recipes. (laughs) or just add a marinade yeah 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 exactly I was thinking I should have marinated it with the salty lemon juice from the lemons Mm -hmm. and the oregano and the garlic or even just stuff it under the skin okay well now Mm. that you bring that up Uh um do you marinate meat in lemon because I do not I do okay when I make my chicken souvlaki it's lemon juice Yeah, I guess I do have a couple of recipes that I do that with just a little bit of juice, though. Why are you worried about it being like breaking down the chicken? Yeah, cooking the chicken. My chicken is always a little bit um, cooked on the outside, if you want to call it that. It, you know, it turns like that whitish kind of color if it sits in the acid for too long. If I do an overnight marinade on the souvlaki, it definitely does that. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess I have done that. I would also say because I used the preserved lemon, I would have liked instead of just slicing it up and putting it on the chicken, which didn't really do mm-hmm. a lot, I would mm-hmm. smash it up and uh, mix it in my 
my mortar and then use that as more of a sauce rather than individual lemon slices on top. Okay. That's what I would have gone for. I think it's better if you mince it, Mm -hmm. if you're going to chop it, get it into really little pieces so it can go through the recipe as opposed to just kind of, you only get the taste of it when you hit a piece of it. You know what I mean? We found ourselves kind of smashing it up on our plates after it cooked and like spreading it over top of the chicken. The chicken was just kind of plain and boring. It wasn't bad, but it was just kind of plain. Mm -hmm. I made a chicken stew with the preserved lemons and Mm. I hadn't planned to use the preserved lemons in it, but I thought, oh, why not just throw a piece in? So I did throw a piece in and I forgot about it. And when I went to serve it up to the kids, my son came across the piece and he was like, you know, being really good that day and eating everything on his plate. And then, and then came came (laughs) to me and said, you know, mom, you know, the food was good. But that one piece of, and he thought it was meat, like I don't know if it was chicken or beef that I had made, said it's a little too sour for me. And I'm like, sour? Well, that's an interesting way of, you know, describing this dish. And and then I went to see what he was talking about. And the poor guy had eaten the whole piece of lemon that I had thrown in. Oh, yeah. Just to be polite. (laughs) Oops, mistake. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't mind eating the whole piece of I don't. Lemon, no. No. I don't. It's just refining his taste, Sarah. You've done him a favor. Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. But the salad that I made was a definite win. Mm. Really really liked the salad. And so did my kids. My kids Yay. thought it was the greatest salad ever. <laughs> and was that because of the croutons, you think? Uh, I think it was just Everything tasted really All good of together. It. Nice. So it was a kale salad. So I chopped up my kale and took out the center vein. Right. I put in about a quarter teaspoon of salt and massaged the kale. Massaged the kale. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's so funny. <laughs> and then I put it into the fridge. So I did this in the morning and then it sat in the fridge for most of the day mm. with all that salt on it. So I think that helped. Well, it wasn't a lot of salt, but. It helped um, really break it down. Yeah. And then there was a lemon mustard dressing that I made. It was olive oil, lemon juice, Dijon mustard. And then it recommended honey, but I used maple syrup instead Mm -hmm. because Mm. I currently have that creamed honey, not the liquid honey in my pantry. Oh, okay. And so I find it harder to scoop and mix that in. Yeah. And then these nutty granola quote-unquote croutons very curious about this yeah so it was a cup of oats I did half a cup of walnuts and half a cup of pecans Mm. half a cup of sunflower seeds a quarter cup of hemp seeds a quarter cup of sunflower seeds tablespoon of fennel seeds half a teaspoon Mm. of salt I did a quarter teaspoon of chili powder and cinnamon an egg white olive oil and again I used maple syrup instead of honey mixed it all together popped it in the oven at 350 for about 15 minutes I think And it browned nicely on the edges. I didn't really have to press it together too much Mm. once it came out of the oven. It crumbled into fairly nice pieces and it added a really like creamy richness to the salad because of all the seeds and nuts in there. They were so interesting. mm, Mm. You know, it made a whole bunch. So I have a couple little jars to share with you guys. And you can add Thank it to you. your salads and see what you think. Mm. I really loved it. It was a really yummy texture. The salad was eaten up really fast and the kids loved it. 
I'm so curious about the croutons because of the when you said fennel, especially I'm mm-hmm. like, fennel. How does fennel come into this? Mm. Do you like licorice fennel-y flavor? I use fennel in my cooking, but okay. I do not like black licorice. But I've had amazing fennel salads depending on what you pair it ah. with. I've had um, a fennel salad with a green apple. Oh, you mean like a chopped fennel root? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but I use fennel seeds in my cooking a lot uh. for uh, Indian cooking. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't like black licorice at all. <laughs> I, I don't like that taste. Interesting. I'm not a fan of fennel personally. Or what's the other one that tastes kind of like licorice? Anise. Anise. Or, anise, right, yeah. yeah. Not really a fan. When you said fennel, I was like, ooh, now I'm not sure. But I imagine <laughs> it's different when it's all together. That's right. Yeah, I think fennel yeah. really changes. You kind of get that mm-hmm. pop of flavor because it's the whole seed too. So you crunch yeah. down and it's all of a sudden like a little pop of fennel taste. I really like fennel, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. I make fennel tea. My German grandmother got me addicted to that. And now we, yeah. anytime we go out, anywhere that has fennel tea we pick up two boxes and deliver one to each other (laughs) so that's kind of our our go-to yeah that we share with each other my kids really like fennel my kids like fennel tea as well the salad was a win I will definitely make more salads like that oh okay the strawberry kale salad was from cookieandkate.com nice it wasn't super complicated it was easy to make I definitely want to make more salads and stuff over the summer and especially as our kale mm. starts growing. So because I've struggled with it at times because I don't use a recipe or I don't use measuring tools and then I'm like, oh, this is too acidy or oh, this is too salty. So now I feel like right. I have a better oh. handle on how to make a better kale salad. So <laughs> that's been good. There's different types of kale too. Yeah. Like they're not all yes. um, quite so chewy. Mm-hmm. That one that we're used to with the with the crinkly edge now I'm forgetting the name of it but it's a bit tougher right and there's some that are more like a lettuce like a really soft leaf so yeah I mean if you're going to grow it and you've got the seeds and you're growing it then you're going to eat what you're growing but yeah we've grown the more rigid meaty because Mm -hmm. it does really good in our brain here I know it does it's Mm -hmm. really hearty I guess it you know I've always really loved what we grow out of our garden but I've never felt 100% confident and and how to work with it. So I feel way better now. And I think that um, I'll improvise more dressings and stuff. Like I didn't really realize that that salt before you add the dressing was the important step. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So again, <laughs> a little bit of research goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll definitely make this chicken with these flavors again and frying those potatoes. I'll make potatoes like that any night now. Easy, mm-hmm. easy, easy, easy. So, so good. I just mm-hmm. put more lemon. <laughs> <laughs> and I had some potatoes left over and I made a soup a couple days later and I just chopped up those pre-cooked potatoes and mm. added them into the soup right at the end. And they were so full of garlic and they were so delicious and everyone had really offensive breath for the rest of the night. Oh. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, good. <laughs> and hey, we're all quarantined anyway. So <laughs> yeah, we might as well just all... <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, Erin, I should share my my recipe of the potato salad with you because <gasps> it's a winner. Yes. Mm. And it uses the preserved lemons. <laughs> yeah. So on the weekend, I did a I didn't want to do a whole big turkey. Mm. So I did a turkey breast. Ooh. I just chopped up a yam and mm. threw in some 
butternut squash that I had in the freezer mm-hmm. and some oil. Like I kind of tossed it with some oil and thyme and oregano and the last of my preserved nice. lime. It was actually the lime that was in oh, the nice. jar. Right. Your youthful lime. My youthful, it's a bit more sour, but definitely more tangy. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so it was about a half a lime and, and some of the salt and mixed that in with the vegetables and then did the turkey on top. Ooh. And it was so tasty. And my, my husband was like, this is so good. This is, and the next day for leftovers, he's like, I don't even need to eat the turkey. I just want to eat those. Yeah. We had like a little fight about who got to eat the yams (laughs) and the the squash because the the lemon (laughs) with with the squash, like a root vegetable. Mm -hmm. So good. So So good. good. Okay. That's good to know. And yam too, but the the butternut squash with the lemons, just so good. I don't know. Wow. That was a great discovery. Yeah. Yeah. Great discovery. (laughs) You did it, Heather. So proud of myself. You did it. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) All credit goes to Heather. Well, if you're looking for an easy, quick dinner, or you've got a whole bunch of kale growing in your garden, you don't know what to do with it. Check out these recipes. (laughs) Summer's on its way. Definitely be doing that this summer with the kale. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. All right. Well, until next time, see you later. Bye. And now for the fine print. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. Feel free to leave us a comment or a suggestion for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you like and subscribe, that helps more people find us. The potatoes are okay and the rest is great.